0: Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year. Today is day number 47. Uh, We are in Leviticus chapters five and six. And over in the New Testament, we'll be reading from Mark chapter two today. We always do a bit of a concise overview, a bit of a thought to think about while we read. And then we do our reading. Then we do some devotional thoughts and meditations for the day to wrap things up and settle our minds in God's word. Well, uh, Leviticus, we are in... um, Yeah, chapter five and six today, Leviticus, our reading today emphasizes the process of seeking reconciliation and atonement for sins and highlighting the role of offerings and restitution in doing so. And then over in the New Testament, Mark chapter two showcases the authority of Jesus to forgive sins and his call to repentance and new life. A little more in depth, Leviticus chapter five, uh, more offerings again today, specifically the guilt offering. It continues uh, or outlines various sins and the corresponding offerings for atonement. Uh, Leviticus five also details how individuals should confess their sins and present offerings according to their means as they seek reconciliation with God. Over to Leviticus chapter six, discusses additional laws regarding sin, offerings, restitution for wrongdoing, and the duties of the priests. It also emphasizes the importance of acknowledging and making amends for sins committed against others. And in the New Testament reading today, Mark chapter 2, narrates several incidents involving the ministry of Jesus. He heals a paralyzed man, forgives his sins, uh, and faces criticism from the religious leaders, as he often does for claiming to forgive sins. And he asserts his authority in doing so, his authority to forgive sin. And Jesus engages with tax collectors and sinners. And he responds to some questions about fasting. Um, Something to think about while we read today, something that's covered in our reading. Think about unintentional sin and wrongdoing. We may often see sin as something that we do intentionally, but um, there is offerings atonement made in the Old Testament, even for unintentional sin and wrongdoing. So let's go to Leviticus chapter five and six, and we'll start with our Old Testament reading Leviticus 5. Uh, verse one says, if anyone sins and that he hears a public adjuration to testify, he being a witness, whether he is seen or known, if he doesn't report it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal or the carcass of unclean livestock or the carcass of unclean creeping things, if and it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he shall be guilty. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever his uncleanness is, with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him, when he knows it, then he shall be guilty. Or if anyone swears rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man might utter rashly with an oath, and it is hidden from him when he knows of it, then he will be guilty of one of these. It shall be when he is guilty of one of these, he shall confess that in which he has sinned. And he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord for his sin, which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat or a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he can't afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he has sinned, two turtle doves or two pigeons, to the Lord, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering. He shall wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. He shall sprinkle some blood, some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. He shall offer the second for a burnt offering according to the ordinance and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, which he has sinned, and he shall be forgiven. But if he can't afford two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering for that in which he has sinned, one tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil on it and he shall not put any frankincense on it for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest and the priest shall take his handful of it as the memorial portion and burn it on the altar on the offerings of the Lord made by fire. "'It is a sin offering. "'The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, "'that he has sinned in any of these things, "'and he will be forgiven, "'and the rest shall be the priests as the meal offering.'" The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "'If anyone commits a trespass and sins unwittingly "'regarding the Lord's holy things, "'then he shall bring this trespass offering to the Lord, "'a ram without defect from the flock, "'according to your estimation, in silver by shekels, "'according to the shekel of the sanctuary "'for a trespass offering.'" He shall make restitution for that which he has done wrongly regarding the holy thing and shall add a fifth part of it and give it to the priest and the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering and he will be forgiven. If anyone sins doing any of the things which the Lord has commanded not to be done, though he didn't know it, he is still guilty and shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation for a trespass offering. To the priest and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning the thing in which he sinned and didn't know it, and he will be forgiven. It is a trespass offering, he is certainly guilty before the Lord. Leviticus chapter 6. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and commits a trespass against the Lord, and deals falsely with his neighbor in a matter of deposit or of bargain or of robbery or has oppressed his neighbor or has found that which was lost and lied about it and swearing to lie. In any of these things that a man sins in his actions, then it shall be if he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery or the thing which he has gotten by oppression or the deposit which is committed to him or the lost thing which he found or anything about which he has shown sworn falsely. He shall restore it in full and shall add a fifth part more of it. He shall return it to him to whom it belongs in the day of his being found guilty. He shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord, a ram without defect from flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty." The Lord spake to Moses saying, command Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the law of the burnt offering. The burn offering shall be on the hearth on the altar all night until the morning and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. The priest shall put on his linen garment and he shall put on his linen trousers upon his body and he shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burn offering on the altar and he shall put them beside the altar. He shall make, take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside to camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. He shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. This is the law of the meal offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord before the altar. He shall take from there his handful of the fine flour of the meal offering and of its oil and all the frankincense which is on the meal offering and shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma as its memorial portion to the Lord. That which is left of it, Aaron and his sons shall eat. They shall eat in it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with yeast if I have given it as their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy as are the sin offering and the trespass offering. Every male amongst the children of Aaron shall eat of it as their portion forever throughout your generations from the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Whoever touches them shall be holy." The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer to the Lord in the day when he is anointed one tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering, perpetually half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be made with oil in a griddle. When it is soaked, you shall bring it. You shall offer the meal offering and bake pieces for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. The anointed priest that will be in his place from amongst his sons shall offer it. By a statute forever, it shall be wholly burnt to the Lord. Every meal offering of a priest shall be wholly burnt. It shall not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, the sin offering shall be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever shall touch its flesh shall be holy." When there is any of its blood sprinkled on a garment, you shall wash that on which it was sprinkled in a holy place. But the earthen vessel in which it is boiled shall be broken. And if it is boiled in a bronze vessel, it shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male amongst the priests shall eat of it. It is most holy. No sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burnt with fire. Over to the New Testament, Mark chapter 10. When he entered again into Capernaum, after some days, it was heard that he was at home. Immediately, many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even around the door. And he spoke the word to them. Four people came carrying a paralytic to him. When they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the mat that the paralytic was lying on. Jesus, seeing their face, said to the paralytic, "'Son, your sins are forgiven.'" You, But there was some of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man speak blasphemies like that? Who can forgive sins, but God alone? Immediately, Jesus perceiving in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves said to them, why do you reason these things in your hearts? Which is easier to tell the paralytic, your sins are forgiven or to say, arise and take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, arise, take up your mat and go to your house. He arose and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them all so that they were all amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw anything like this. He went out again by the seaside. All the multitude came with him and he taught them. As he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus sitting at the tax office. He said to him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. He was reclining at the table in his house and many tax collectors and sinners sat down with Jesus and his disciples for there were many and they followed him. The scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors said to his disciples, why is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance." John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting and they came and asked him, why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus said to them, can the groomsmen fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they can't fast, but the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them and then they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth to an old garment or else to pass shrinks and the new tears away from the old. And a worse hole is made. No one puts new wine into old wine skins or else the new wine will burst the skins and the wine pours out and the skins will be destroyed. But they put new wine into fresh wine skins. He was going on the Sabbath day through the grain fields and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of grain. The Pharisees said to him, behold, why do they do that which is not lawful on the Sabbath day? He said to them, did you ever read what David did when he had need and was hungry? he and those who were with him, how he entered into God's house at the time of Abathar, the high priest and ate the show bread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priest and gave also to those who were with him. He said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the son of man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. Well, there you go. That's our reading for today, Leviticus 5 and 6, Mark chapter 2. We'll wrap up with a few devotional thoughts, some things to meditate on today. Reflect on the concept of atonement for unintentional sins. That may not be something we think much about. We often think about intentional sins, but there are the unintentional ones as well. And consider what it might mean to make to well to take personal responsibility for sin or wronging someone unintentionally. And along that same lines, in what ways do unintentional or thoughtless actions or words affect our relationship with God and with other people? And how can you actively seek reconciliation and atonement in a situation like that? And lastly, what does Jesus's authority to forgive sins teach you about his character and his role in your life? Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and his word.